Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. For those of you that don't listen to AM radio anymore. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Episode number 30. This one brought to you by Rocco's Tavern in Westwood, the only place to watch sports in Westwood. Another big shout out to the 24-7 sports audience. Growth is rampant, and we appreciate you guys joining us very much. Actually ran into a few Bruin fans and said, uh, you know, why don't I do a show? Why don't we do only do a show about the Bruins? And the answer is I would love to, but there's not enough to talk about for that long. Uh, certainly right now. So, But I will tell you that we're always going to do UCLA first. So when you uh, want to turn it off, you don't have to listen anymore. So always do UCLA first. Check us out at somethingsbrewing.com. Follow us on Instagram at somethingsbrewing. Shoot us an email to Corey at somethingsbrewing.com. Producer Dan, what is shaking? <laughs> Not much. So, Corey. so we're off. <laughs> but Bef- no, wait a minute. If people stop listening right after we talk about the Bruins, they're going to miss so much to get so stuff. So much. Well, but I, so I, like, much. I'm not the the person will go nameless. But but you had she, specific she, notes yeah, from someone. Yes, yeah, specific notes, and uh, so shout out to her. Yeah, all the I'm, best. Stuff I'm just making sure that in. she knows and everyone else. So she's the, she can't be the only person that's thinking. I thought this was going to only be about UCLA stuff. So well, we'll do it always first, and then uh, you want to stick around, stick around. All right. Um, so we're off before we get into the UCLA recap. Uh, I do want to give a, a number favorite 30 of all time, and I would be willing to guess that no one could guess who I'm about to say next. And that's because it is Mr. Nolan Ryan, and everybody might be saying that he was number 34, which he was, but before he was number 34, he was number 30 for the California Angels from 1972 to 1979. Uh, I loved him. I don't know. You know who he is, the baseball pitcher? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to go see him at Angel Stadium all the time. Really? No. <laughs> 27-year career into the Hall of Fame in 1999, most no-hitters of all time, and the only player to have an immaculate inning in both the American League and the National League. Wow. Do you know what an immaculate inning is? I'm going to assume... A really good inning. No hits. Um, Not only that, but it's actually the least amount of pitches you could possibly have in one inning, which is nine. Wow. Three pitches to each batter, three outs. That's it. Yeah, and it actually doesn't happen as often as you would think, which is I thought was kind of cool. That's why I threw it in there as I was doing my research. So... Immaculate. Here we go. Moving on to the UCLA recrap. We're back to another recap. Yeah. So, I kind of, uh, I, I didn't expect to win against Oklahoma, um, but I thought that we could have done a little better job. We went into the game ranked number 127 in total offense, and I can't can't imagine we've gotten any better. Probably got worse on that. There's, for your reference, I think there's 130 or 131 total teams, Dan. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma was just... <laughs> Uh, people like that one too, Dan. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, Oklahoma was simply a much better team, and I unfortunately I didn't see a team in UCLA that has gotten any better since last year or from the first three games. So, um, I thought Jalen Hurts. We talked about him taking Kyler Murray's number. Remember, 
Yes. By the way, for those of you listening that wa- went and wa- either watched it on the uh, TV or were at the game and then went back and we watched rewatched the game, I actually did. Um, you what did? What the hell was J- Jalen Hurts' uh, on the back of his head? He had like some sort of shaved, um, uh, you know, design. Oh, I, I saw that. You did see that, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a little unique. I couldn't tell if it was actually something or if it was just, just yeah, a Yeah, is creative. it a logo or is it a yeah. weird tribal Yeah, thing we're, we're going to get into a little bit of that logo stuff uh, uh, later. but Crop circles. Uh, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> exactly. Did you see that Rob Gronkowski they did a, a, crop, a crop circle for him the other day, which I thought oh, was cool. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Um, but in the first half, Jalen Hurts had 347 yards for God's sakes. One wow. person. Wow. Oh. Yeah. They're a pretty good team. Yeah, they were awesome. They 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 really looked good. But the scary part, and to show you how far off we are right now as a UCLA football team, is that they lost four of their offensive linemen. So they only had one returning starter on off on their offensive line. They lost four to the first four rounds of the NFL. We've we've I don't need to beat the dead horse on the lack of NFL talent we've had on the on the offensive line over the years, but. Uh, I mean, it just it just showed, and I would say that Jalen Hurts is, was already in the in the Heisman contention, but through the first three games, uh, he he's my vote for the Heisman. On the UCLA quarterback side, or on the UCLA side of quarterback, you know, I still see a quarterback in DTR that is not reading the defense any better over the first three weeks, or for where he was last year. I looked back at some of his games last year; he had some a couple really good games, uh, and 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 Chip talks about uh consistently about being a young team still you know that's still a go-to answer and then uh, momentum killing plays is a big reason that we're not winning but when you look at it if there's really only a, a couple different plays i guess that's the point of being a momentum killer but you know other than that it's not like it's 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 like well then that means we only had one chance to potentially win the game, win or lose the game. But boy, if we would have just got those two, three, two right. or three plays right, right. Then, boy, that, boy, that would have turned, changed. yeah, would have turned around the whole the whole game. But I, I, I think it's way more than that. I think he's being a little um, uh, generic in in some of his responses. He's getting more and more questions. I'm not the only one that has has come up with the crazy idea to maybe let somebody else get a shot at quarterback. But I, I watched a couple of his interviews. He's definitely not happy about it. And he's still, you know, not, uh, not giving any indication that, uh, that anyone else is going to get a chance to play a quarterback. So one thing I will say though, uh, uh, is that the, the thing that I has to stop from DTR, if he's going to continue to play is taking gigantic l- uh, sacks for a loss and what i would love to see is you know, whether it's a missed block or a blitzer that he didn't know was coming maybe just once instead of turning around and running backwards because the guy's already sprinting at him at a pretty high speed right and i don't care how fast dtr is he's starting from a, a he's starting from a full stop and the guy's already running at him so maybe try and make the guy miss stand in the pocket and throw a strike to the guy that's wide open because they brought pressure or make the guy miss and rush for 20 yards and a first down. I don't have his our, our, his rushing statistics over the first three games, but it's got to be worse than mine were. <laughs> and, and that's saying something. When I ended my career, I was the second leading total offense gainer in the history of UCLA football. Number two, Dan. Nice. Behind Cade McNown only, who we, who I did see on the sidelines, by the way. 
Oh, you did at the game? Yeah, he. We asked. I asked him if he wanted to come on the show. He said, "Nah, not 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 anytime soon." Nice. So we'll see about that. But um, <laughs> but my point was my my number two in total offense in the history of UCLA. My rushing yardage was like negative four hundred something. Okay, <laughs> and for the, as good an athlete as DTR is, he's on pace to. To, to being in my in my uh, my statistical zone for rushing yardage, and I feel terrible for him that I've even said that in the same sentence. For God's sakes! But uh, you, you football fans know what I'm talking about. Make the guy miss, step up in the pocket, and throw a strike to uh, a wide open guy. Uh, so you know, I just want to see that. I haven't seen it once all year. On the bright side, uh, Joshua Kelly came back. He looked pretty good, uh, and Asasi's uh, Asasi Asasi. The tight end, he looked really good, um, and uh, I and I really did enjoy. Even though the game was again another you know real downer, the other thing I really hated was the lack of attendance in the stands. Which again, don't blame them, don't blame the fans one one bit. But it's a national televised game against Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> uh, it wasn't a one o'clock game, so it was a little bit cooler out. It was mm-hmm. still hot, but mm-hmm. it was still a little cooler uh, by the time the game went off. And all to see all of the blue pom poms that were in the empty stands, because yeah. it was the one uh, yeah. the one angle that they kept showing just had a, a like literally like twenty percent almost of the stands was empty mm-hmm. with all these pom poms. It just was it was embarrassing. Now let me ask you, as someone who doesn't know, was that a good turnout for Oklahoma fans? It was it was a good turnout for it Oklahoma. It seemed like a lot fans. of a lot of red shirts. There probably was more considering Oklahoma. how far it is. You know, well, absolutely. Yeah. And you, I mean, you can't take an you know a covered wagon anymore. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> that that makes it easier. That's um, true. But uh, shout out to. <laughs> Uh, I want to say a huge thank you to John and Mary uh, for uh, for uh, inviting me down on the sidelines, and always great to see uh, see you too, Heather. Uh, and then always great to see Terry Donahue uh, and his wife Andrea. Uh, to, those are two of my favorite people on the planet. I forget exactly what he was getting uh, uh, awarded, but uh, he looks good. Great, great, great to see him. Always great to see Jolie Oliver, the longtime executive assistant. Oh, wait, you saw Julie Oliver? Jo- Jolie Oliver. Yeah. Oh man, I know her. Yeah, yeah, we go way back. Yeah, she forgot about you. Nice. Um, wow. And then a, a thank, a big thank you to Devin Fuller and his fiance Lauren Holiday. Uh, I've gotten to know Devin, but it was nice to meet uh, Lauren from the famous Bruin Holiday family. Uh, and then you got to see your our, our good buddy, uh, Mr. Eric Chenoweth. I did. Yeah. It was nice to see Chenny. you two. You, you, to see the two of you interacting. Yeah. At first, when, when he first met, uh, remember he met Justin at first, he thought that, that was Dan for a right. second. He had no idea. No idea. How little uh, I would be. So, I don't know. I, all in all, I, I'm I'm not uh, I I wasn't shocked uh, with the outcome. Uh, I would have liked to see. I thought we played a, with a little more heart in the second half, and I guess that's something that we can build on. But as for the positive the positive attitude, I am just simply hoping that we can just get a win. So, yeah. Uh, you know what else I did get actually a little feedback from the AM five seventy guys. Oh no! Uh, no yeah, what? yeah. Because we talked about it last week about that being the twentieth anniversary. Mm-hmm. The ad that we that we bought for the uh, AM five seventy. Uh, will you play that? No, don't play the ad yet. First, play that oh, song from I, Lego Movie. Right, right. Lego Movie two. Okay, and I'm not sure why we're doing this, but uh, I love it. 
If you have kids and you haven't seen this movie yet, you gotta watch the Lego December two movie. So, uh, right. So, Dan, I'm t- bringing that I've up. I've seen that because. What did it say? Did you hear the lyrics? This song is going to yes, get stuck inside. Yes, and it's gonna. Okay, now play our thirty-second ad that was played on AM five seventy. Because for, for those of you that don't listen to AM radio anymore, uh, I want to make sure that we got a chance <laughs> Which to hear. Is probably it. most podcast listeners. Probably. Right? So give it, give it to us, okay, would you? Sure. Hello, Bruin fans. This is Corey Paws. It's hard to believe that 20 years ago, I became the starting quarterback and my life would never be the same. If you love great stories and UCLA football through the ups and downs, then you're going to love my new show, Something's Bruin. You can find us at somethingsbruin.com. That's somethings without the G, bruin.com, or download it wherever you can get your podcast fix. And remember, when you keep a positive attitude, something's always Bruin. So Dan, you know what my first reaction actually now that we play that is? No, what you can no. you, you can't think of it. I thought it, I thought it was very professional. I th- I thought I think it sounds fantastic. You sound fantastic. I said, "Am I doing this show by myself?" I said, "My show." That's okay. That's not, but it's not accurate. It should be our show. No, that, that I don't need to be on radio. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll ruin my podcast uh, credibility. No, I hear you. Okay, so anyway, have you heard that on AM five seventy? I didn't get a chance to hear it, I didn't but hear it. Wayne Cook to told it. me that it's, he said it. This song is going to get stuck inside you. This song, <laughs> oh, really? so that's my whole point. I want I want it to get stuck inside your head, but we are going to change it up a little bit. So, all right. So with that, UCLA preview versus the Washington State Cougars. <sighs> okay. Washington State beat Houston in a close game on a Friday night, actually. Uh, Watched that game from the L.A. Kings practice facility. Did you know that you can full-on go ice skating right down the street in El Segundo? Yes, I've it, done that. Oh, it was so cool. I, I've, um, I've been ice skating where the Kings uh, do their thing, and I've seen the, what are the, what do you call the Lakers, but it's not really the Lakers, it's like the South Bay Lakers. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen them a couple times down there, too. They yeah. play down there. I think it's I think it's cool. And the, El the kids loved it. happening. <laughs> it sure it's is. It's not El Primo, it's El Segundo, but it, still. It sure is. So the opening line against Washington State, we're currently at negative 19. Uh, and actually, the game got picked up by ESPN for the night game. I'm kind of shocked about that. But I think it, I, I unfortunately, I think that it has a little bit to do with uh, the uh, you know, the Chip Kelly sort of what that potentially the national audience kind of wanting, you, you know, when a car oh, wreck no. happens. Really? Well, well I mean, does, what else? Does, what, what are they going to put? UCLA go down the flames? It, kind of. You know, like it's like it's oh. almost like kind of they're going to try and rub it in a little bit. Wow. Like I guarantee the ESPN people aren't saying, let's put UCLA on because they're going to score 50 and it's going to be a spectacular game. Right. No, I think it's a little bit of them rubbing it in a little bit in the fact that, like, like I said, you when you when you you know it's not a good idea. It's like watching a car wreck, you can't yeah. turn away. No. That's what's kind of happening. You get to watch it for four hours. Yeah, exactly. So it's Chip's first trip to Pullman as a as a as a UCLA coach. Um, I've always kind of liked watching Mike Leach, his offenses play, and, and the way they throw the ball all over the field. Um, I'm obviously pulling for a win, uh, or you know what? I'm not going to get any greedy. Let's let's just make it an entertaining game. How how about that? That's good. So no, wait, um, who are we playing? The Washington State Cougars. <laughs> Love it. So I thought uh, would would make a little bit sense because you know this we're going to get into the uh, the second pause law a little bit of more of a l- look into the second pause law that we talked about last week, but on a little pause and reflect. Okay, so in two thousand and 
one. We were six and zero oh and number three in the BCS. Okay, we lost to Stanford, which put us at six and one, and we're still number nine in the BCS. We went up to. I can't believe we got Mister Rogers playing <laughs> in the background. I love it. Uh, well, it's story time, right? It is exactly. So we're still six and one and number nine in the BCS. For God's sakes, we went up to Pullman and Bob Toledo. I'll never forget it. He has. I, I had hurt my thumb in the game before it against Stanford. He he has Ryan McCann and I compete against each other on Friday night in the Friday night. What's supposed to be a walkthrough? He had McCann and I throwing the balls as hard as we could and had our receivers running in full speed. We're six and one, number nine in the BCS. Okay. And I'll never forget that night for a couple other reasons or never forget that whole experience for a couple more reasons that I'm going to get to now. So because it was like a critical fork in the road in the overall career, my, my yeah. the career that I, when, when I was there. Uh, and so the next morning, he, I, I get up and, and it's like he calls a meeting with me and uh, the the uh, offensive, um, uh, my quarterback coach John Pierce. He's like, so you know we're going to start start McCann today, and I said, yeah, well, okay, um, I'm healthy. And he's like, yeah, I know, I could tell, I see that last night. He goes, but you know, I, when when McCann is not getting it done, I'm going to need you to be ready to go in there. And and I'm actually <laughs> giving Bob credit because it, what he's actually said was way worse than that, but. Um, I was thinking, okay, great idea. So you're going to bench me to see if another guy is going to do it. Uh, but you want me to be ready. Okay, fine. Yeah, so anyway, he tells, he tells McCann that he only gets two series to make it happen. So what does McCann do? I mean, he's still, he's a friend then and friend to this day. Ryan goes out there and tries to make something happen and he throws two picks and Bob, I'll never forget. Bob looks over me and says, warm up. And I, and I was like, I had a little bit of an attitude and I like pretended like he wasn't, that I didn't hear him. <laughs> he's like, warm up. And I'm like, then I just kind of like looked at him. I'm, I'm sorry. I come sorry. I can't hear you. He's <laughs> like fucking warm up. So anyway, I warm up, and he puts me in for the rest of the game. And the whole time, I, I like I'm trying to get it out of my head, but I'm thinking, is that what you really wanted to happen? Like, is that what? Like, what? What could? Why? Yeah, what was the point of? What that? was the freaking point of that, man? Was the, was it to humiliate the other guy? Was it? I, to I, I don't somehow put you in. in I, your I don't place? know. I I don't know. But I'm I, getting I, the impression, and correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, Bob Toledo was not a well liked man. Well, you know, it, it, now that we have That's the rumor. Well, now that we have more and more, uh, you know, listeners uh, from you know UCLA listeners, I, I'm not going to go way down that path. But um, yeah, you know, there's some things like that was one example during yeah. our time of together where it didn't make any sense. I've told that story to many people, but uh, this is the first time I put it out on the line, so Oops. we'll see what happens there. But but it doesn't matter. It's 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 a reality, and it's a pause and a f- and reflect. And I hope to God it doesn't happen to us again. Because if there's one more story though that is has a little bit more of a comical twist to it. Um, so I we're going down. It's we're down seven to ten in the third quarter, and I'm this I'll never forget this play. So we're going down to score, and it will become. Uh, we're, we'll it'll we'll go up fourteen to ten if we're going to score. Mm-hmm. So Deshaun uh, f- uh, fumbles and the ball bounces right into the hands of Al Ginatoni, and I will never forget Al Ginatoni from Washington State because he picked up the ball and is about to run back for a seventy-three yard touchdown. Okay, and now mind you, we're about to go in and be winning, and maybe we win the game. Yeah, he. 
Deshaun fumbles, goes right into his hands, and he takes off for 73 yards. But I pick a line, and I am not very fast. But I will never forget, I pick the line, and I'm I, I'm the only guy that can catch him. Right? <laughs> right. I, I either tackle this guy, <laughs> or, 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 or he's going to have a 73-yard touchdown, returning touchdown. So I, uh, I, I'm, I'm running, and if you watch the film, <laughs> you can almost see my body language. And I swear, on the life of my children, I was thinking to myself as I almost am about to catch him, I am running faster than I've ever ran before <laughs> in my life. And yeah, could you feel it? I felt it. You were in some other, it was, whole other It was dimension. a weird moment. <laughs> never ran that fast prior, never ran that fast after. Right. And I, and I remember specifically thinking of that. And right as I did that, like had that thought oh, in my no. mind, I literally tripped over my own feet. <laughs> Oh. Tried to dive and catch him. He, I barely right. nicked his leg. He right. ran back to seventy-three yard touchdown, and we lost the game. Yeah, you're not supposed to pause and reflect during that kind of situation. <laughs> no. You got to wait till it's uh, way but, over. You know. So then, and it, for those of you Bruin fans out there, you know, we th- we talk about could it get it, that was the time we ended up losing four games in a row. We were six and zero, lost four in a row. Mm. So remember the ups and downs. Ups and talk downs, about baby. the ups and downs. Ups and but, downs. So going back to Pullman, I'm hoping for a win i'd like to see us get a big win that would be great i think we deserve a win uh don't you guys so a little more recap on uh college football recap and for the for the bruin fans that only want to talk about ucla <laughs> you, can, you can jump off now we're going to move on to the rest yeah some some go- goodbye music yeah, for there you go. <laughs> thank you okay so by the way are, are we going to talk about ucla later yeah. wink 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 of course. Of course we are. <laughs> Good idea. So Pac-12 uh, recaps. Utah, UW, OSU, rolling. Cal actually won again. Stanford gets outshined by a University of Central Florida team, which is uh, highly ranked, super fast. Uh, you know, it, 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 Kind of interesting to watch uh, uh, the UCF, see what happens with them throughout the rest of the year. Colorado loses an in-state rival game against Air Force in overtime. Uh, shame on Colorado for that. Uh, USC loses to BYU in yeah, overtime. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, that was tough. I, again, love watching. I want USC to win every game so when we beat them, it's even more valuable. I like how the Trojans lost to the Mormons. <laughs> sorry. I had to say that. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll cut that out of the show. <laughs> no problem. Uh, and then ASU for a big win, uh, on uh, biggest win of the week from the Pac-12 standpoint against number 18 Michigan State in uh, East Lansing. And then uh, going forward, looking forward to USC playing Utah on Friday night. Yeah. Actually going to be attending that game. Um, and then bet rest of the top 25. So Iowa beat Iowa State, and actually the first time college game day ever went to that game. I uh, can't imagine that was exciting. I think it was like 18 to 17 or something. Maryland was in the real only big upset in the top 25. They lost to Temple. Uh, and then a bunch of the other top, top teams looked very good. Yeah. And then Florida hung on to win against Kentucky. And by the way, I was looking at this again. So Chip Kelly chose to coach at UCLA over Florida. Yes. Just in case you're checking, uh, Florida's number nine in the country <laughs> and on a seven-game winning streak. No. So – Anyway, hey, is, uh, here's a stupid question for the day. Uh, is Syracuse in the Pac-12? Yeah, they got smoked by, they got smoked uh, by Clemson. No, they're not in the Pac-12, Dan. What? They're not? What's no. Pac mean? What's what's that stand for? Pacific. Oh, it is Athlet- Pacific? Pacific Athletic Conference. All right, so then definitely Syracuse is not no, part of that. No, uh, okay. I think they're the uh, they lost ACC. To Clemson. 
Yeah, they lost. They got smoked by Clemson. I can't believe I know that. So let's move the chains over to the rest of the sports update, please, Mister Dan the Man. So before we get to the NFL update, huge disappointment considering the United States basketball team Uh-oh. lost to France and ended a 58-game winning streak with us having NBA players. So, it, so if you're going to lose to any country, you can't <laughs> lose to France in basketball. <laughs> Soccer, that's one thing. Basketball. basketball, can't happen. Come on. They even have a team? Yes, they beat the USA. Mon Dieu, mon ami. Yeah, so dommage. and Greg Popovich, everyone's given not just me, everybody that again does it for a living, giving him such a hard time. And Popovich is literally he's pissed off because he's like giving us such a hard time for that is taking away from the the talent on the other team. Like, I don't care. <laughs> it's, it's the same way I felt when uh, we lost to San Diego State. <laughs> <laughs> that first time in 97 years, for God's yeah, sake. All right, so in the NFL, we're going to do a, just a quick recap of this. So focus on the 2-0 and o teams. Patriots, Bills, Cowboys, 49ers, Packers, Rams, Chiefs, and Ravens. Uh, the Bears at 1-1 one and one did get a big kick to finally a big finally got a, a game-winning kick from a kicker because God knows if you're a Bears fan, you've been just sh- crushed by the kicking abilities <laughs> lately. So, But Panera... Was so happy. This guy was so stoked, and he was. They literally. He wasn't sure like if he's going to stay the kicker. He finally gets oh, yeah. a game winner from fifty something. Uh, a couple bad injuries from quarterbacks. Big Ben Roethlisberger. He's out for the rest of the season. Drew Brees is out for quite a while with a thumb injury. Uh, I was actually at the Rams Saints Saints game with my wife. I had a very nice afternoon with her. Um, up in the club level, that's the new club level at the uh, Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Which boy, talk about the urban planning that. If they could have just had that done the last couple years that the Rams have had to play at the at the Coliseum, yeah, holy cow, that would have been so much better because it is so much better. It's about time that they redid something over there at the Coliseum because oh, it's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. So, but uh, Patriots look fantastic. Uh, Cowboys look really strong. Um, I was shocked that the Packers uh, beat the the uh, the Vikings. 49ers looking good, and Rams are still looking good. The the Saints did get to have another terrible call against them, though. Even as a Rams fan that I am, <laughs> the Rams fan that I am, um, <laughs> bad call should have had a, yeah. a a return to touchdown, a fumble return for a touchdown, mm. and it got called back. So I, I there was a lot of fans from New Orleans. Yeah, a little upset. Yeah, and and a lot of them with. Like shirts on, talking about the hashtag bad call type of thing. Remember when I told oh, yeah. you this, this about the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, exactly. And where they actually brought up the lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so next on the Major League Baseball playoff push, um, actually, gonna I love playoff baseball, right? Because yeah. most of the rest of the year it's just boring. Um, but playoffs, totally different story. Mm-hmm. So from an American League standpoint. Yankees, Twins, and Astros, they're going to win those divisions. And then the wild card is down to the A's and the Rays. Indians are sort of in the hunt, and the Red Sox are done. So we're we're going to keep our eyes on that, Yeah, producer Dan. On the National League side, congrats to the Dodgers. I forgot to say that last week. Clinching the division for the seven years in a row. Braves are going to win the East. And the NL Central is still up for grabs. Cardinals are up by two games at this particular moment. What is today, Monday? 
Yeah. Um, and the Cubs are hanging in there though. They got a four. They're on a four game winning streak. Uh, they're in the number two spot for the wild card behind the Nationals, but the Brewers are only a half game back. Uh, and actually, for Bruins Brewers fans, it's sad to see Christian Yelich, last year's MVP, he was out for the rest of the season. So that's uh, that's a little disappointing. But I hope to God the Cubs make it to the playoffs. Come on, Come so on, man. Next, let's cascade over to pop culture. All right, I love it. So, I had a, a a good friend tell me that we shouldn't put the Antonio Brown stuff in, into the sports NFL recap. <laughs> that so, should be an entertainment. Yeah, we're moving that into <laughs> pop culture. So, the Antonio Brown saga continues. He actually did play a handful of plays uh, in the game over the weekend. He actually had a touchdown, um, and now, but now he also has a sexual assault allegation. Oops. So. Uh, and that just saga keeps on going, and we're going to keep watching and see what happens. Um, Dan, I can't imagine you saw this, but so Mike Scott is an NBA basketball player for the 76ers, and he got literally jumped. Okay, he goes to a game for the Philadelphia Eagles, okay. but he was wearing a Washington Redskins jersey because that's his hometown. Okay. And literally footage of him getting jumped by Philadelphia Eagles fans. Really? Yes, full on fight. But did they know who he was, or it was yes. just because of the jersey? Well, I would imagine they had to know who he was. Yeah. Or if they if they knew if they didn't know who he was, that's that's that's, that's crazy. bad. Yeah. But can you imagine being a 76ers NBA player and getting jumped and getting, by yeah, Philadelphia Eagles fans? That's nuts. But that they've always I've always heard and known and seen that Eagles fans are passionate. So oh by the way, <laughs> passionate. I for, yeah, yeah, passionate. Uh, by the way, I totally forgot to mention it earlier under the football section for UCLA. You saw there was a shooting at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, what the heck? Right. I, mean, I think that it was, was way after the game, though, right? Yeah, it was. It was yeah, definitely after the game. Uh, you know, in the parking lot. And if you've <laughs> ever left, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've definitely had some moments leaving the Rose Bowl <laughs> yeah. with the parking situation where I was not happy with other people but uh but that's that's all taking it to a whole nother level I mean was somebody seriously injured and somebody killed I mean come on it's a freaking football game yeah ridiculous but so then if you follow like the little the logic here did you see the Minnesota mob stories that have been no. happening oh they got a bunch of national press over the last couple of days like multiple times over the last month there's been mobs of people just beating the shit out of other people. Really? Yeah, it's bad. If you Google your YouTube Minnesota mob, you'll you'll see. But um, okay, so that was about it from a from a pop culture standpoint. Little bit on the politics side, though. Do want to have a few things to say about that? So the DNC debates continued. Didn't see anything major come out of that from uh, positive or negative, really, except for, did you see the YouTube video about Joe, Joe Biden's dentures? No. Oh, my gosh. There was a moment where- Did he have a little polygrip uh, oh, mishap? Oh, man. It's bad. It's, it's bad. Um, yeah, totally. Oh, no. Like, needs, needs to use his whole tongue to get him back up <gasps> no. there. No. Yeah, felt bad On for him. On camera. 
Uh, he was caught on camera. Yeah. I don't know if the, it was actually on the national TV audience camera, mm. but there was a camera and somebody got some somebody of it. got it. Right. Wow. <laughs> uh, and Sorry, then on Joe. the on the other side of the aisle, another uh, big resignation in the Trump team with John Bolton leaving as national security advisor. And I've always wondered that guy. That guy's got an interesting look, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Like, I mean, boy, if he, like if that. Yeah. Do you think he's ever not had a mustache? You think he came no, out of the no womb? Way. <laughs> I think he came out of the womb with a mustache. Yes. Um, and then the last story from a, from a political standpoint, you know, somewhat political. Did you see the story about college players in California? There, there was an, um, there's a, uh, a bill trying, they're trying to pass a bill for college players in California to get paid money for their Jersey sales. You haven't seen that? No. Okay. So it came out, uh, last week. Um, definitely got to keep our eye on that because we've talked about, in episodes past about paying college players, yes, right? people making the argument that, uh, you know, they should be paid. Well, the NCAA as of now, they're saying, okay, uh, California, cause you California want to do things differently all the time. Right. Um, go ahead. Then they just won't, be allowed for scholarships because they'll no longer be amateurs, but you guys just do what you want to do. <laughs> so that's the first reaction. Ah. But I do want to tell a, a quick story about what I would do if I could just drop everything and focus all my attention on changing the way college athletes could potentially get paid. Lay it on us. I, I will. So I would, it would become wrapped around some sort of 401k type vehicle. Mm. Um, that would be attached to your graduating from college. Okay. 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 So picture an algorithm that says if you play on national TV or any TV, if you're on, if your game is on TV, because mm-hmm. it's all connected back to some sort of a rev ad revenue. Sure. Okay. Better believe it. Um, an algorithm goes in. If you play, if you're on the field for a play that is televised, do you get 20 bucks, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. If you, yeah, some some sort of sure. a financial algorithm that connects right back to the TV revenue. If you are a, uh, you're, they sell your jerseys, like right, like we saw a couple people in my jersey actually. That's right, we did. Yeah, and uh, a shout out to uh, the old Drew Bennett, our buddy Drew Bennett. I, I saw a guy that had a number eleven jersey. On, oh yeah, but it's actually a Brandon Chiller jersey. But this oh. guy that I asked, I took a picture with him and sent it to Drew, and I said to the to the kid. Do you know whose jersey that is? He's like, no, I have no idea. <laughs> so, which leads me to another point. And of, did you tell him it's a Drew Bennett jersey? No, I didn't. I Anyone didn't have asks. the heart. To, I didn't have the heart because oh, it's no. actually a Brandon Chiller jersey. But um, the only number eleven I you know know and love is is Mr. Drew. Drew Bennett. But um, how do you wear a jersey that you don't know who it is? It is kind of an interesting question. Like that's the cheapest You're, number. Like what? Yeah, well, they only had number eleven in his size. So, like, if you're that, you're trying to that? pretend that you're that big of a fan. But there's got to be easier ways than actually going to get a jersey. Yeah. I feel like getting a jersey and wearing a jersey of someone that's not you, right? That, and where you're like playing in a game that requires a jersey. <laughs> right. And if you don't know who they are, I think that's a big problem. That's weird. All right, so uh, back to that. So if they uh, if their jersey sales got, goes into the so algorithm, get, yeah, okay, okay, portion of that. If they uh, win bigger awards, right? Like so, if they're on uh, up for the Heisman, that's a huge opportunity sure. for them to get notoriety for the school and things of that nature. If they play in bigger bowl games, that that increases the the revenue that goes into it. All tied into. Like again, a for a, a retirement type of vehicle that you only get when you get your degree, because so many college players that don't get it. I'm, I'm a perfect example. I, I I got hurt my senior year. I made 
$80,000 playing in the Canadian League. It's certainly not enough to live off of forever. Mm-hmm. Um, guys that get drafted in the first three rounds, four rounds, five rounds end up broke. You know, you, you, you think about all of the players that don't get drafted and dedicate their times to a school and, 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 a, and a program and many times don't even get to study what they would really want to study as right. an, a, a, an academic. And, of course, the other side of the fence is going to say, well, most of the football players and, and big-time athletes won't get into UCLA or Stanford. And okay, I fine, I get that. But at the same time, w- you know, we're, we don't get to study the same types of things that, that kids, that other, that, right. that normal students right. do. So what do, what do we do then? So we're giving all of our, our our attention. We're going to class. We're trying to be starters and you know, bring in revenue to the school because, right. uh, again, pointing out the lack of people there. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But your compensation is what? Like uh, uh, not being allowed to go to the classes that you well, want in your you scholarship. Know, I'm, right. I'm not saying that you know that you're not allowed to, but you definitely don't come in. You definitely don't show up at a big time uh, football program, and then have them say, "Well, we're excited that you're here. Right. You have your." Full offering of uh, majors. <laughs> we right. would encourage you to consider engineering, right? Or pre-med, architecture, architecture, yeah. world arts and culture. Yeah. No, not a chance. Uh, how about history? How about rocks for jocks? How about sociology? History? There you so, go. So, like, don't give me that bullshit, right? That's that's how it is at every major school, and it's not going to change. Change. It, it is what it is. So, connected to graduating. How like about it. that? How like about that? Uh, soapbox, huh? I like it a lot. I do too. It's a good one. All right, so let's pack our bags for the travel section. Uh, actually, went to Vegas uh, this week. Uh, thank you. And as a, keeping up with the pause and reflect uh, uh, theme, keep that going the rest of the time. God, yeah, yeah it's endless. keep it going. So keeping up with the pause and reflect theme. Um, Stopped, uh, had a couple meetings, and then had a little time to kill with uh, with my team. Uh, we went to uh, the Hard Rock Hotel. Oh yes! And when we were in college, that was the place to go. Uh, you know, uh, the um, the pool parties were just fantastic, and I real I I had no idea, but they actually the place has changed hands, and it's going to become a new hotel come next year. Oh, so and it, was, it won't be the Hard Rock. Won't be the Hard Rock. It oh. was a really sad, sad moment. Wow. Uh, but um, shout out to uh, to to all the the times at the Hard Rock Hotel. But uh, in a little bit of a transition here, I want to go into the Brooklyn's Bridge. So I we I actually flew to um, not actually obviously I flew. No, you could drive, but I did fly to Vegas, and it was on. <laughs> Uh, mm. September 11th. So, mm. you know, the 18th year anniversary of, of 9-11 happening. So I want to bridge that over to cross over to Brooklyn's Bridge for the last part of the show. We hope you stick around because then you're going to know. And I want to I want to bridge that uh, the fact that I was in Vegas and had flown reflects the fact that I had flown on 9-11. And, uh, you know, we recapped these the pause laws for our new listeners last week of keeping a positive attitude at all times. Don't forget to pause and reflect. Always position yourself for success. Remember a round of a pause. Everyone needs some apostles. Never play possum and feel the pause and effect. So we're going to focus on the, the the don't forget to pause and reflect. So before we get into a little more about 9-11, I want to remind all the Bruin fans out there, if they made it to the end of the show, <laughs> See? that in non-conference games under Chip Kelly, we're 0-6, okay? Um, but back in the day, we beat Alabama at home. We beat Michigan at home. We beat 
Ohio State at home. Okay? Mm. And some of those teams that we had were not fantastic, but how great was it back in the day when we beat Alabama at home, Michigan at home, and Ohio State at home? I mean, that was just in a run of the two-year period. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So from another pause and reflecting standpoint, though, flying on 9-11, uh, you know, I, I felt like we've talked a little bit about the you know, the the Brooklyn's bridge uh, bridging the two sides of politics but i feel like with so many things happening in politics it's i'm not saying that 911 has lost what it's you know what it should be mm-hmm. thought of and remembered for but i i do feel like with so much uh, politics happening and so much division. I felt like this was a little different this year, and I and I also ha- read that you know there's some lawmakers that are like have to feel like they have to officially uh, propose laws that and put into legislation to ensure that our kids are taught about 9/11 in in, in school. Really? Yeah, which which it was. Th- which so was they think without that legislation, it, they wouldn't get taught 9/11. Right, because the point was 18 years ago. Like there's people that. You know that were like are that are born now that they don't even know what happened back then. You know what wow. I'm saying yeah. from a historical standpoint, right? So, and then you look at you know the New York Times having to replace an article that they started off with. I mean, it's New York for God's sakes. Their articles, their first article they put out that had to be retracted. If you saw that story, was there they went the first uh, version they went with was 18 years ago, airplanes took aim at the World Trade Center. As mm. if, you know, as if it was like a cartoon that uh, you know, the airplanes just popped up and said, "Oh, is that what?" Well, that hey, was, yeah. you know what we should do today? Yeah, well, like we'll clearly make. So that it, was the issue. Is the sort of like yeah, just the the uh, the not saying the exactly sort of what it was, skirting the issue there, skirting like, the issue that yeah. it happened to be terrorists that attacked right. the World Trade Centers, flying airplanes. Right. But no, not that. It was airplanes. Airplanes just, just suddenly airplanes shockingly came out. Of, and, uh, right. So then they and they got so much heat that they literally took it down and changed it. Wow. So and then I so then at the same time I'm thinking. You know, uh, I remember what because uh, we were playing. We, we were in. There was the third game of the year. Yeah, eighteen years ago, um, we talked about you know the twenty year anniversary and everything. Our game got postponed. The following week, we had a bye game. I was actually in New York the following week. Oh wow! After nine eleven, and I'm I'm from Chicago. I never very didn't go to New York that often. Uh, so I'm in New York the following week, like just feeling that just. Oh, I bet. What what had happened? It was yeah. crazy, right? So then at the same time, later on that day, on the flight back, I was reading a story about how they um, they put another Texas man to death uh, by lethal injection, mm-hmm. right? The death penalty. Mm-hmm. They're scheduled to put another 10, they're, they're scheduled to kill another nine or 10 uh, in Texas yep. and the, for the death penalty. And Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, the mastermind of 9-11, is still alive in Guantanamo Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think again that doesn't br- for bridging, you. <laughs> yeah, bridging the gap here. I think we can all agree that maybe we send a little lethal injection down to Guantanamo Bay, right? Right. So no, you know what we should do is move Guantanamo Bay to Texas. <laughs> Good idea. I think that would clear all of this. You know, up. I really do. I, I think that's a great idea. Can I think you that's move a, a bay to? Well, you <laughs> can just move the facility. No. So I mean, that just I, I was thinking like that does not seem right no okay not even a and 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 uh, but i would say you know i don't know whether you like big government or not i think we can all agree that since 9 11 our our big government has has must have been doing must be doing a pretty good job of protecting us from another big terrorist situation like that because yes. last i checked you can pretty much walk across the southern border 
and the fact that no terrorists have accomplished that was something to really devastate yeah. an, an American city, it, it shows you how much intelligence must actually be happening, right? Yeah. So, uh, so keep it coming in the name of protection, right? So now that we've paused and reflected, let's never forget 9-11, and let's definitely never forget what it's like to win a football game. Okay, and hopefully this is the week that we get it done. Because remember, when you keep a positive attitude, something's always brewing. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.